An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. Rugby league has been a fabric of our society for hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation, and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of rugby league. It has been those Australians who have worked hard every day. They had their dreams, they had their aspirations. Good afternoon, gents. Well, look, uh, I'm, I'm, I can't go quietly anymore. I haven't won a victory. The Dragons are out. I know the Tigers are now at Canberra. Still fighting for a, a good position. Still fighting for top Dennis four. Dennis Carnahan, welcome. Chris Gale, good welcome. And today's special guest, uh, Pat, good afternoon to you. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, thanks. You good want to do to, a little bit here. more of an elaborate introduction, and then we'll get talking to Pat a little later in the show, yeah? Well, we are very... By the way, the Tigers are still a mathematical possibility, Stephen. Yeah, are they just? Yes. Of ninth or eighth? <laughs> So we have with us in the studio today, Pat Richards, and I don't want to embarrass you, Pat, other than to say that you've played NRL for Parramatta, West Tigers on three occasions, if you're actually being strictly accurate. This is three games. No, no. Came back and played for the Nines in 2019. Uh, the Wigan Warriors and the Catalans Dragons, you've had grand final wins for the Tigers in 2005, Super League grand final wins for Wigan in 2010, 2013, plus two Challenge Cups. Is there anything you haven't done? You're a man of steel. Man Pat of Richards, steel. You've, you're welcome to Fire Up Squad Australia. Oh, thanks for being here. It's a fair intro. Um, <laughs> so you have tasted victory. I have, yeah. Many very times. very lucky, I suppose. You look, when you look back, oh, 100%. Yeah. It's what you, what you dream of as a yeah, kid. You watch yeah. grand final day. There's always barbecues going around and you just envision yourself out there and to do it. I would I'd be lucky enough to do it. You would have then sympathy, if not uh, general support, for someone like uh, Tedesco leaving for the Roosters to get a premiership. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm. You know, I'm very happy for Teddy. He's such yeah, a great yeah. kid. Um, yeah. He was with us. Obviously, you don't want to lose someone like that, but yeah. um, you want him to go on and do well, and he's won back-to-back titles. And <laughs> There is a common link here, by the way, you know. Tell me. the Back in 2004 and 2005, I was Pat's player sponsor. Uh-huh. Grand final winner. Yes, you were also the sponsor for James Tedesco. Yes. Now, albeit he won it with the Sydney Roosters, but yes, you know, yes. there is that common link. It sort I think. of shows you how much pull you have, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, we, we really need to. I mean, look, I'm, I'm speaking as a fan. Pat's obviously on the inside of the, of the, of the circle, so to speak. I know that you do some work for the front office at, uh, at the West Tigers, but the notion that um, players don't have any loyalty anymore is pretty strong, isn't it? And it, and it does disturb a lot of people. I know, I know uh, Volandis wants to keep some of that loyalty from fans with players. I don't know how it's done because it's a free market now. Anybody can go wherever they want to go. Um, but there's a few things that irritate me. One is losing. No doubt about that. You must be irritated a lot being a St. George Illawarra fan. Decade. You know that, don't you? you know, I sit on the phone with a, with a Snapchat, uh, whatever group, just going, basically, you know, growling in venom every minute. It is, it is one drag. of the things that worries me. We've got these little props, and people watching the video will see in the middle of the table, and there's a dragon there. It holds the ball the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> it never drops it. Never drops it. We know that's not real. It doesn't get out of the try line, though, does it? <laughs> uh, look, and, and you know, when I think that also I think the rugby league is built on the on the, uh, the support of the underdog, you know, and I think that um, whenever I watch a team, I've told you many times, if you want to bet on a team, bet on the team that I'm not following because I always pick the underdog and they always lose inevitably. Uh, the notion, though, that, that, that some teams become entitled, a little bit smug, a little bit sort of cocky, and I, and I would put the Roosters, who even aren't at number one. Penrith aren't so cocky, I don't think. The but Roosters are entitled, they're smug, and they're very cocky. Chris yeah. thinks the, that, that Penrith are very cocky. Doesn't Chris he? believes they are. Chris believes... Ivan, Ivan Cleary is cocky. Blowing kisses to the yes, crowd, yes. pointing to the score. Well, yes. Would you say that was cocky, Chris? But that's not <laughs> the kids at Penrith's fault, okay. though. Though, Pat, it has been pointed out that Penrith hasn't played a game yet this season where there could be no game next week. In other words, when they get to the playoffs, the... The swagger and the confidence of youth, can you see it going all the way? Uh, well, I reckon the, you look at a team like that, and I go back to 05, we, we were a very tight group, mm. and you can see that with them. They, they've played a lot of junior footy together. Uh, they've, got, they've got some X-Factor players in Kikau. Yeah. Uh, Crichton's a gun. Cleary's stepping up. Yeah. Um, they've got the makings of a team that can go all the way, but they don't have the experience in those big games like the Roosters and the Storm do. Yes. But 
Uh, I definitely can see them going all, going pretty far. Um, they'll be challenging. This is sure. the same year, 2005, where you dumped the Dragons out of the semifinals. Yes, and absolutely. I think I had a disabled West Tiger supporter woman screaming at me the whole time in absolute delight watching the Dragons go down. I remember that very, that was, very that clearly. That was a great night. Let's talk about that. <laughs> if, you, if you go back to the footage, and yeah. I have many times, it was... It, I, Indelibly printed, imprinted on my mind is Brett Hodgson, the fullback, running on onto the, let's call it what it's like Dennis likes to call it, Sydney Football Stadium. Because yeah. you can't remember what it was there. It's got it, it always will be the Sydney Footy Stadium. And you couldn't yeah. wipe the smile off his face. Yes. Then Trent Barrett and your boys come out. They look like they're at a funeral. I mean, <laughs> they were. Did you get that sense from the get-go that it was there was a lot of pressure on the Dragons as there was on the Eels the following day against the Cowboys to win? And you guys were just how good is this? Well, yeah, I mean, going back to that Dragon side, that was a fair side. They yeah, had yeah, a yeah. lot of good players in that team. Yeah. Um, a lot of people said they were the favourites, but inside our, our dressing room, I've, I've, never, I've never been more confident in the uh, game. Okay. We, and we, we just played like that. Um, yeah. We were sort of brothers and just riding the wave, and, and we played like that too. How confident were you at halftime? After you heard yourself, oh, you? that was that was terrible. But what happened? Tell me, just just. Well, Pat, Pat was yeah, there. He yeah, might yeah. be able to tell. You. Yeah, please. So thirty-four, a couple of minutes before half time, I uh, got the ball and I sort of skipped in field. Lance Thompson, Trent Barrett, sort of bumped into both of them, and, and I looked to get an offload away, and um, and then I think Lance Thompson went to drag me down this way, and yeah. Trent had me the other way, and as oh. I flicked it, my my sort of ankle went. Oh. And about eighteen months prior, I dislocated that ankle, right? And I just heard Is heard it a crunch bone or tendon. Um, well, um, or bursa. I, I broke I broke the fibula and I dislocated the ankle, so the ligaments went. So that oh. was eighteen months ago, and I heard right. a noise and it was bad pain. Right. Uh, so that was my night. Sorry, done. now I've got to ask this question: the difference between a ligament and a tendon. What holds the whole thing together? Uh, well, the ligaments hold. They're like a string, aren't they? The, yeah, they hold everything Tables together. The tendons yeah, the, hold, yeah, right. yeah, the muscles. I don't know. I'm not yeah. really a doctor. Tendon, okay. Tendons hold muscle to the bone. <laughs> ligaments yeah. hold bones together. Cartilage separate them. Yeah, right. Anyway, right. you don't want to hear any noises yeah. when you're twisting your ankle. No, no. That's for sure. Now, Pat, I once did that at touch footy. Right, that, that's how grand I am. I roll straight over at a pitch up at the Centennial Park above the reservoir, and I heard everything go bones and things and shit. Oh. And I remember lying on the ground, and for a very small moment. Whatever it is, the endorphins and the adrenaline and all the stuff that stops you from feeling pain kicked in, and you would know more about this than I would, many times over, and I felt absolutely glorious. I thought, mm. oh, just don't touch me, I'll, I'll, I'll lie here forever, and I feel great. And then, of course, they moved me, not so good. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if I felt glorious, but I, I, know, I, I, sort of, I sort of know what you mean. It's, yeah. it's a crazy feeling. You're in a bit of a shock and whatnot, but going back to that, that was five minutes before half-time. I knew my night was over. Massive game. And um, you, you, but you our, over. But our boys just just rallied away and we yeah. got the job done. Yeah. Dean Hallettow played. Well, can, can, oh, can I can I just talk about about 2010 and we were there. I was sitting next to Barry O'Farrell who was going for the West Tigers and I was going for the Dragons and I think Benji did a wobbly kick about four minutes before the finish and see you later Tigers. No, so I guess it swings around. About wasn't it Bo Ryan kicking on the first tackle? Wasn't that 2010? Yeah, yeah you had the you got the ball. Jamie Sowell kicked the field goal, but Pat wasn't there. And I mean, we, we no, Pat in, was in the, the second segment we're going to go steal. Then he wasn't we, there. We, in the second segment, we're going to go focus more on we Pat and his career. But just hold that thought about that might have been game over, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't season over. And we're going to come back because that's yes. something I definitely want to talk to Pat about and the experience that you went through to get there to the GF in, in 2005. You know, in deference, I'll say that the West Tigers are my second favourite team. Thank you, Stephen. In deference, in <laughs> deference to you, St. George Illawarra is not my second favourite. No, well, I, can, I can wear that. You know, It's my father's team, so I'll go with it. So anyway, bring us back to the Roosters, of course. You know, What do we get? We get a full-page article in the Herald this week, owned by the Channel 9 Corporation, I should say right here and now. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, but you know, we've often talked about the connections, and we've talked about the Kithra connection. You know, Nick Politis, uh, Volandis from the island of Kithra. Nick, Pappas, Nick Pappas is Nick the... Pappas. He's not from Kithra, but he's no. definitely the other... That's the unspoken measure, the South's chairman, yeah. erstwhile chairman, yeah. Right, and then we've seen like a full article about how Sunnyville didn't go to training and wasn't seen at training. I'm thinking, wow, a full page of this? You know, what's going on here? I'm reading for the detail. Nope, he was having a special training session somewhere else. You know, the global superstar, international icon, come to sort of, you know, visit us and pass out some, you know, some... Fairy dust, you know, for all but of us. But we're not there. worthy of having him trained with us. That's what the Roos is saying. Robo is saying that. And then we go back to another article uh, where uh, Sonny Bill, of course, uh, they call it the Sonny Bill Williams rule, where it's an unspoken. It's even not even written down, Chris, I believe. It's not even chiselled in stone uh, like the Ten Commandments, where uh, you can pull him in and above the salary cap 
all of the costs associated with moving him here uh, are covered. Now, we could break that down, if you like. Well, I'd Please. Have, a, have a crack. I'd love to break it down. What, 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 so this is not the relocation included. rule, so to speak. So, so, Pat, have you been a big fan of Peter Volandi's work this season? Oh, I think he's done a fantastic job. Okay, it's just so great watching the the trepidation growing on Pat's face <laughs> as he's listening to the content, going, "Oh yes. no, what are you oh. going to ask me here?" <laughs> Pat, Pat, many years ago, we actually had David Gallup appear. And off here he said, uh, how long do I have to talk for again? <laughs> I said, well, we're here for an hour. He goes, oh, God. You know? And then we'd, we'd ask him a question and he'd just sort of look at us like, really? <laughs> you want me to answer that? You know? so, that was his position. So Peter Volandis, who we just simply refer to here as the overlord, mm. uh, he tends to have a penchant for making uh, rules on the run. Uh, none, more, no, none more clear. What the good of the game, Chris. None more clarion call clear than the six again. <laughs> that that uh, siren that just drives me crazy, the oven bell. But one of the issues that... Uh, bubble to the surface was the demise of the Toronto Wolfpack in the short term in the Super League. And, Pat, you'd be all across that, having been Man of Steel, etc., etc. Super League, almost born and bred. And so he said it would be unfair for those players who were contracted to Toronto to fall foul of the rule that is that you can't because be contracted no to two organisations right? because they haven't got a job. Yeah, okay. Right, so they, con- they created the two-contract rule to stop... I guess, you know, like I think it was like Benji going to play rugby union in Japan and all those sorts of things. Mm. And so there's a long list of players who were subject to that two-contract issue, Yes, none of whom have come back except for Sonny Bill Just to correct, well, not to correct, to ask you a question about this, when, a, when a, a business or a club like Toronto go into bankruptcy or liquidation, what did the... The owner just says, I can't pay the bills. Can't pay the bills. So surely that rent, all contracts are dead. You'd have, to ask the, you'd have to ask the Newcastle Knights about this. It sounds very much like Nathan Tinkler to me. But, okay. But, uh, All right. And he's, he's saying, I might be able to pay the bills in the future, but right now, if Super League rebooted, which it now has... We want you back. There's no Wolfpack playing, correct? Hmm. No, no, they're not. They're done. So that enabled yeah. this uh, exemption to be made in these uncharted waters, this unprecedented time. Money spent outside salary cap. For Sonny Bill to be brought back to yeah. Australia. Now, uh, there's Sonny Bill. Yes. His good wife. Four kids. The four kids. I imagine business class or first. That, that Surely that breaks the 10,000 rule already well, or, or limit. Are you aware of the 10,000 rule, Pat? Have you heard about the, the soft 10,000 relocation I've heard, rule? I've heard something about that, but so, surely for each player is different. It doesn't really exist. <laughs> it doesn't really exist. I don't think it really exists. So, so, I mean, to get, get someone with family over, you know, flights are how expensive they are and whatnot. Yes, exactly. So we've got the airfares. So the unwritten rule says that yeah. in order to relocate a player in these circumstances, the club can spend approximately ten thousand dollars. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So no one's tapped into that yet, have they? So we've got William, the extended Williams family coming back, mm-hmm. first class. So what's that? Thirty. Yeah. There's there's thirty straight off the bat, right? So we've gone <laughs> overs already. Yeah. Uh, then there's the Bentley Coupe that was at the airport to pick him up. Which he's now driving. Which he's now driving. Okay, yep. so that's the Bentley Coupe. Uh, then there's the luxury uh, Harbour View apartment, two levels. This is at, at Graceland Apartments. Graceland Apartments. Graceland right. Apartments yeah. in Pitt Street. Pitt Street. Yeah, and I think they go for about mm, about 5k a night, I think. Yeah, they were. A allowed... night? Yeah. Yes, a night. They weren't allowed to shop, of course, because they were in, in isolation. But they had no choice. So meals were delivered. We've mentioned this before. Tetsuya's. Tetsuya's was yeah. brought in. Bills um, for breakfast. Did Tetsuya's bring it in with, like, Meal like course by course. Is it thirty six separate yeah. Uber drivers yeah. that come along? Now, if you look closely at the, at the front door, there was a tailor was brought in because he needed some new clothes. Right, he had to get the active wear, the leisure wear. I don't know if he yep. had the the uh, Burgi four four B label coming. Yeah, you need you need your active wear and your leisure wear because you've got the home gym to train. Right, and he actually had that dummy, that sort of showroom dummy that he was uh, doing tackling practice on. That would have cost a pretty penny. Toys for the kiddies. Individuals selected by Peter Volandis, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair and enough. then and then there's a there's a miscellaneous issue. Yeah. And this has come to light this week at the special training session and at all Roosters training sessions. Sonny Bill turns up with an old school pen and pad, and he takes notes. Right. Right. None of the modern. No iPad. F- no modern finagle stuff. Jeez. So. So he's looking at whatever Robbo's got on the overhead projector, and yeah. he's taking. So so there's a generic <laughs> thing marked office works for yeah. Sonny Bill. So I think under the cap, he's for the four games he's playing in the regular season, about 150K, is that right? Yeah, that's the number they're yeah. throwing out. And yeah. I think you'll find that the relocation cost was about 150K as well. So. Okay. Right. Yeah. So not earning any money, he's doing it through charity. But it is a big comeback, Steve. And this, yes, is, this yes. is an, enter- as Peter Volandi says, he's an entertainer. Yeah. Who does this remind us of? Oh, well, it obviously oh. the big comeback. The 1968 comeback, comeback special. Come does it get any bigger? 
And that's what Volantis is, is, is actually playing on with Channel 9 and, of course, Gus Gould is part of this sort of little cabal of uh, influencers who really want entertainment. They want numbers. They've done a great job, you know, and, of course, I think that as you're, as you're right, will Sonny Bill come next weekend? Everybody will be waiting on Channel 9. They won't announce it. Is he there? Is he there? The smoke will clear? No, he's not there. Next week, we'll try it again. And all week, we'll get promos. We'll get, we'll get the footy show. It'll be just a Sunny Bill, Sunny Bill. And then you'll get you know, the, 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 the Morris Kitties. How great is it? They're, they're twins, and they're so old, and they're just playing the best form ever. Were they even the Dragons? No, they weren't the Dragons. Was anybody else carry? No, they didn't play for anybody else. They're just the Morris Kitties. And just like the rest of the Roosters, we need to bow down and scrape. And Are you go. not thrilled about Sunny Bill coming back? I can't wait for him to be smashed. <laughs> I reckon it, don't, what do you reckon, Pat? Do you reckon? He's going to do oh, it tough, look. isn't he? No, people keep saying that, and yeah. I think last time when he did come back, I, I was one of them and said, nah, he's going to take a walk. He can't do it. How long ago was that? Uh, well, that was when he came back was 2014. 13. 13. So he's had more comebacks than Elvis Presley. So John I, I came back from the Super League in 14 and played against him, and mate, yeah. he, he was unreal. How does he look compared to you? Uh, he's a bit taller than a bit me. Taller, yeah. I think he's a bit taller and a, bit, a little bit thicker. A little bit thicker. <laughs> Yeah, he's, so an he athlete. he's an athlete. He? He's an athlete. He's an athlete. Look, they're not going to play him for too long. I'd say no. 15, 20 minutes max. So they'll look after him. And if right. you're playing in a good defensive system, yes. he's not going to get isolated too yeah. much. Yeah. So is he is he going to be like a number 17? Are they going to bring him in the back end of the game? Or do you think they'll give him like a run each half? Or how will it work? Probably either side of half time. Yeah. They'll, they'll just use him. Uh, how long do you reckon he'll be on field for? I wouldn't say any longer than 15, 20 minutes. See, because... You know, uh, the American trilogy, Elvis, if they put that on when he starts, that's about nine minutes long. Right. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. That'll do us. Well, Cape off. I boom. mean, obviously, <laughs> Dennis, they're playing at GIO Stadium, your stadium, well, and, and, and the, obviously the club has already reached out to breach the COVID rules, right? Well, the, they've raised it from 2,500 to 3,000. The ACT government has, has given an extra 500 tickets. <laughs> is that members. all they've given? That's is that? all they've given. Right. So the, the Raiders were hoping for 12 for right. half to get half capacity, but uh, <clears throat> they've got uh, a tenth instead of... Uh, half. Um, but I think if you have a look at the draw, this this plan has obviously been in place for a long time because we know that you know, the Raiders, Saturday night is the home of the Raiders because that's nowhere near Channel 9. So they're playing a Raiders game. <laughs> yeah, the outsiders. In fact, in fact the Roosters' next three games yeah. are all Saturday night 7.30. Okay. Which is luck. It's lovely to have it once a week and not have to have five-day no, turnarounds how, how and stuff. You, what's your turnaround? And, oh, Nothing. Five, I, shock. It's, I can't even think about <laughs> yeah. the turnaround. It's going to get me too upset. But yeah. they play the Bunny Rabbits on the last Friday of the season. Right. And uh, funnily enough, that's going to be the Friday night. That's going to be the Channel 9 game. So Channel 9 has yeah. gone. We'll let, we'll let him. When Big Benny Teo came back from yeah. playing rugby for England, obviously Big Benny, the Samoan New Zealander who played for Queensland, somehow, um, and England, <laughs> he's come back to the Broncos. He came back exactly that, did about... 10 minutes either side of half time. Next right. game is 15. Now he's starting. Like So he took four games to start. So yeah. Sonny Bill, by the fourth week, he'll be ready for Channel 9 yeah. to right. play against the Bunnies. Right. So, so it's, a, it's a major fairy tale. So this is oh, calcul- yeah. in the making. This oh, is calculated, yeah. right? Yeah. So um, uh, everyone at some level watched The Last Dance, I'm assuming the Jordan documentary. <laughs> when, when Jordan came back and yeah. uh, Scotty Pittman held up his boot, Have you watched it, Pat? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> They were smart, the Bulls. His first game back yeah. was not in Chicago uh, in the United Center. It was a game against Indiana. You know, mm-hmm. I, th- I think it was called the Conseco Fieldhouse, something yeah. like that. And that was because they wanted him to get acclimatized yeah, yeah. in a small media market where no one would really be watching. Sure. Hence, common showbiz trick. Hence, Canberra, Canberra yeah, yeah. in front of 3,000 people. And hence, no one's watching. Because yeah. the bar government would have allowed more, except they've said, oh, Sunny Bill's coming in. Can you just keep it a bit just tight? Keep it just low in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we yeah. don't want all our friends to so be there. Are we We're being just... played? That's the question. Oh, God, are we being played? You know? <laughs> How long have you followed rugby league? Of course you're being played. Gus Gould, Volandis, Politis, you know, Robo's just giving you. Dishing out the Mount Kilimanjaro speech left, right, and centre. Tomorrow's and we're all game going day. Sunnyville can't wait. There are no excuses on game day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but don't write off the possibility that, like after the Broncos Roosters game, Channel Nine ran an exclusive with Metallica from SMN Two. Yes. That at the end at GI Stadium, Sunnyville will come out. Yes. Onto the stage in yeah. the black leathers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah. What, a, what a great way for SBW to yeah. come because, as Peter Volandi says, he's a marketing machine. And there'll be a DVD of it straight off. Oh, terrific. It's already made. And therefore, <laughs> the DVD's uh, already uh, been Henry pressed. this year's Canberra, you know, the, the poor Patsy that goes right at the grand final, everyone wants him to Only win. Only to be wah. beaten by Sonny yeah. B. Williams, hey, absolutely. Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, what do you think, Pat? <laughs> Who do you think's going to be there? I think the Roosters will be very hard to beat again. Yeah. Melbourne, Melbourne affirming as well. They got yeah. the boys back and yeah. they just. They never, they never have a bad no, they've game. they've got the cams back. The cams are all back. 
Yeah. I think there are only three teams that can probably win it. I don't know if Parramatta can do it now. Maybe they'll be able to get a reality check from that loss last week and they might, might firm yeah, them That's not a hell of a reality check. I would have thought, the, I mean, the Rabbits, we've got Redfern and Pat over here who's a staunch Rabbit supporter. Yeah. <laughs> the Rabbits have officially become my Smokey. And I mean, obviously, bad news to lose Latrell, but it seems to me like you're probably your two best active players at the moment, at least back this week, Luke Keary and um, uh, Nathan Cleary. But are there a better halves pairing going right now than Reynolds and Walker? And if South go, they could, they could. Oh, the, 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 the problem the Rabbits have is the same as the Panthers have. If you watch them play, you watch the way the players get on. They play with joy. And rugby league is not about joy. It's about <laughs> disappointment and hate. Now, obviously, you know, the Tigers in 05, Pat was saying they played with joy. Yeah. That's once a century, a team that plays with joy. And Normally, it's the dour, miserable storm <laughs> holding people down. That's what is wins that rugby league. That's how the Dragons did it for 11 years. That's probably. how the Dragons did it for 11 years. Da they did. The, da the Dragons oh, no. would accept the kickoff. The boom, boom, boom. But they didn't, they didn't hold the ball. They'd kick the ball back to the opposition yeah. because when the opposition has the ball, yeah. they could belt them. Yes, that's and right. And they dourly, they belt them. They well, drove since, them into the ground. 2005 in 2006 that's when Storm started and exactly. they've been going ever since yeah relentless it's a different, it's a different way to play footy and you look back at like 05 um, we played a great exciting brand of footy and Benji was young and so did the Hodge, Cowboys Hodgson was yeah. so yeah, the other right. grand finalists um it was just a different way of playing footy back then. Now everyone looks at the Storm as the blueprint and that's what they think. The purple print. And, and <laughs> so you're with us, Pat. Essentially the Storm of Ruin Rugby League, is that right? <laughs> yeah. There's we're, your headline. We're saying it. And then uh, Volandis yeah. brings in yeah. things like the six again yeah. rule, yeah. right, to open it up and make yeah. it more entertaining. And who do we think we're going to get in the grand final? The Roosters. Yeah, we're going to come back in a minute and talk to Pat Richards. We want to lift the veil back a little bit. I want to find out people that you really, really were pissed off with, didn't like, maybe you had a fight, <laughs> running fight with, just some drama. Maybe still do. Yeah, back in just a moment here, fire up the quiet Australian. <laughs> and now it's time for the latest instalment of The Life and Times of Gus Gould. Winger to winger, in the in goal, you're two points in front with a minute to go. I love rugby league. I absolutely love rugby league. That was the latest instalment of the life and times of Gus Gould. Welcome back to Fire Up's Quiet Australia, where we represent the thoughts, hopes and dreams of all those quiet Australians who have been pretty quiet this year with lockdowns and things like that. Uh, in we believe that the salvation, the entertainment, the thing that they need is rugby league. And uh, I'm here with Stephen Ferris and Dennis Carnahan every week. But we're really thrilled to have, amongst many other things, but best described as West Tigers legend, Pat Richards with us. Yes, yes. And he's promised that back in the laneway, we're going to get an example of what it feels like to be tackled <laughs> by an actual footy player, right? I often reckon they should have a wild card where one fan every week can win and they sign off their insurance claim and they go out in the field for two minutes and get hit. And hit very hard, and the crowd would just go nuts for no it. No one's you know? going to last two minutes. No last. one who doesn't train. I'm happy with that. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I, the one I'd be terrified of is just having to stand yeah. under a Pat Richards 70 metre kickoff. The ones that go, like, that enter the stratosphere. I could. I can feel my fingers <laughs> dislocating just thinking about trying just to like catch Just like Ben Hunt in the must, uh, grand final. There must have been some oh, players, yeah. Pat, that you really didn't get on with over the years that just came back at you. You go, oh, shit, not that one again, you know? Not 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 too much really. Okay. I don't really have one sort of player or anything. No. Um, it's yeah, like a running feud. Not no. not really no, a running okay. feud. Some no. guys did, but I, I never really looked for Especially a fight. For like we talk about Michael Jordan, he went out looking for a fight yeah. to, to get he? him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, challenge himself and bring yeah. the best out of himself. But yeah, yeah. I was more focused on my own. So you were never a niggle merchant. Not really. Not no. a pest. Not a pest. No. There was a few pests. Joke about someone's wife or Robbie, Robbie Farrer and those sort of guys love the niggle on the game. Yeah, you can oh, see his eyes. Say, Robbie Farrer. And that, that brings the best out of him and, <laughs> and, and brings the best out of our team. Benji's too. not, not that's, he's like you, isn't he? Benji's Mr. just nice laid, laid back, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Nice Guy, and just, yeah. just he's, cha he's changed the way he plays from when, right. when he started. He was all just off the cuff. Now he's just so clinical yeah. of what he does. Watching. It's amazing to see the trends. What, yeah. what about Topper Hallitow? Like, did, he didn't annoy you. He didn't. He wasn't a bit too like he didn't talk. Don't, the nicest guy ever. We, he gets the nickname of the Topper because it's it's like Chris Lawrence has Rowdy as a nickname. Yeah, he's yeah. so quiet and so nice, and they're just good guys. Rowdy, really good, really it. good blokes. And Shut Hallett, up, Chris. Yeah, exactly. I think so. that's what they used to call Ashley Mallet, the Australian offspring. Yeah, they did. The that was Rowdy Mallet. Was rowdy. He's very quiet. I mean, I, I, I guess the the. The reputation with the two lunatics on your side were Bryce Gibbs and Liam Fulton, weren't they? They were, yeah. Mm. Liam Fulton. The Gibbonator. The Did Gibbonator. he ever date the races? 
Sorry? A big day at the races, remember? He yeah, went off one the big rails, day at the races. Yeah. races <laughs> That's and right, it was yeah. 24 hours of mayhem. There would have been a few of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could get away with a bit more back then. The now, now. So were, you, now were you at the reunion last year in Scully Park uh, at Tamworth? There was oh. an 05, a whole lot of 05 players turned up in Tamworth for their Tigers game last yeah, year. Yeah, I was, I was up there, yeah, yeah. Because I remember seeing just... You see these West Tigers legends walking around, and they weren't double parked with beers. Yeah. I think you were one of them. They were all quadruple parked. They had two the cans, two cans yeah, yeah, in each know. hand. Yeah, one on fingers. Yeah. No, no, they're just like they're on top of each other, oh, yeah, holding yeah. like that. Yeah, the top that was, one's open. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah, it was you. There was yeah, so Liam that was, Fulton yeah, was there Fulton as well. Was up, that's right. So we're up there, and um, yeah, people are still. They love 2005. They're still giving us beers and drinks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, that was the best around. summer. Okay, thanks. Here we go. We'll drink that one. Did you keep your jersey? And, and got my jersey. Got, got my boots. Got everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Are you wearing the premiership ring? Not now. No, we, 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 we wear it when we catch up. Yeah. Um. So we try to catch up. We're, we're talking about doing something this year because it's yeah. 15 years this year. Did so. you try, Pat? No, I didn't. You didn't. I, gee, when some, we went some of the boys did. It's hard. You don't really know what you, you sort of think that I'm gonna cry. Yeah. But, it's it sort of a weird. It's a weird sensation yeah, when you're yeah. out there. You don't really know. That's why we all probably swore it's on it. on telly. Well, that was what I was going to say. <laughs> that you came out with a different emotion. We, we just, we, there was a, it was a series of interviews with Maddie Johns, wasn't it? I, uh, I was the first one because I came off with my injury, and then Maddie grabbed me straight away and threw it in front, and I'm like, I'm like this, and and I, and I, I dropped an f bomb and. <laughs> And I said sorry. At least I said sorry. And then, yeah. then there was uh, maybe LaFranchi. He said a few more. And then yeah. Benny Galea went bang. And, and, and the, winner, Hington, the winner was Chris Ointon. He was saying them like that yeah. and, and didn't even bat an eyelid. <laughs> so it was an F-fest. Well, so you're a pioneer. You're a pioneer yeah. in Australian broadcasting. Yeah. People can swear on mainstream television because of Pat Richards. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> and that's why we get given beers as well, because of that reason. Yeah. <laughs> does, it, does anyone ever come, come back and say... Thank you for 2004. I mean, <laughs> I, I remember, um, and you, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about injuries. I mean, I was your player sponsor and I always say they, they gave me the contract and I was actually flying up to Brisbane. And at the beginning of the 2004 season, if I've got this correct, I opened it up and there was a picture of you lying on Blue Tongue Stadium with a busted leg, right? Mm. Right. Mm. So, and they said... <laughs> Why that picture? <laughs> Because it was just a preseason game, and it was yeah. just in the in the papers, right? right. So, and, okay. And, and so the Tigers said, "Would you like to sponsor someone else?" They said, "I'm not going to abandon the guy because he's he can't play." No, no, no. And then they gave me Jason Moody, and then when Pat was fit again, I said, "Please, can I stick on the?" But no. But I remember being out at Campbelltown, and the Roosters put forty on us in the first mm. half in nine in in two thousand and four. Yep. 18 months later, we're winning, or less than 18 months later, we're winning the premiership. What, what, what was that, you know, I had to use the word journey. How did it turn around? Well, yeah, my Tigers journey, it started with, it's a bit up and down. So it started with the World Sevens. We won the World Sevens. Yep. So mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, it's this, loving the new change. Mm -hmm. I had a great pre-season, fittest I've been. Then our first trial match was up in Gosford. I dislocated my ankle, so I'm out for five months. <sighs> first game back, we played the Dragons at Cogra. They yeah. put 50 on us. Ah! week later Awful. the roosters put 56 oh, on us dear, and dear. i'm thinking what have i done here the pain. and then and then we uh, we were slowly building we had a really young group uh and we just got better and better and the rest is history so mm. that, that night i was actually with some roosters fans and oh. about four seats along was a kid i reckon he was 10 yeah and at about the 20 minute mark of the first half he started crying uh. At the 30-minute mark of the first half, I joined him. <laughs> and we just cried all the way through. I think I joined him as well, about 35 minutes. Ago. Yeah, boy, oh boy. I'm crying, if I could say, uh, Pat, all sport, what is your favourite all-time sporting moment ever? Oh, I'm a big uh, cricket tragic as well. Um, I, love, yeah. I love all sports, really. Yeah. Um, just love big moments, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't know, it's hard to go past being involved in the 05 grand final. It's a bit, I bet, yeah. You know, because you, you know, it's not just, we're not an individual sport, it's a team sport, and you work so hard as a, as a group. Sure. And to get there and you see the elation on some of the boys' faces and your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's all about. Did you watch the test? Uh, the test series? Yeah, the cricket. The yeah, yeah, definitely. Test. I loved it. Yeah, it was yeah. great, wasn't it? it was yeah. really good, I was, was watching it? the Ashes this year. It was so yeah. good. Jimmy yeah. Smith wanted me to bring up your cricket career. So you played for Parramatta, was it? Fairfield Liverpool. Fair Fairfield Liverpool. Bowl. Fast bowler. Fast bowler. First grade. Ooh, what sort of pace yeah. did you get? What sort of pace did you generate? Oh, no one really got clocked back then. Right. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I went to school. Michael Clark was at our school. Yeah, so yeah. I, I was uh, my first ever job was an indoor cricket umpire at Michael's yeah. Michael's father's indoor cricket centre. So okay. we, we were playing indoor cricket all the way through. His father had an indoor cricket centre? Yeah. No wonder. Yeah, Michael was there every day and he was playing yeah, and, yeah. and everyone thought, oh, this kid's going to go far. And now he's designing action wear, sportswear yeah. for PE. 
And he does the big sports breakfast. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, you yeah. said it was Jimmy Smith that asked, but wasn't it Brian Smith that suggested to yeah. you that maybe you should play cricket instead of rugby yeah. league at Parramatta? And pretty a bit nice, pretty it? much, yeah. Good old Brian, he's he's good at that. Um, <laughs> no, nah, look, I I um I loved I loved being at Parramatta as a junior, and Brian was really good with me. So I had a couple of injuries there, just didn't didn't leave. I left. I had a meeting with Sheenzy, and I just said, oh look, I want to go. I want a new challenge, yeah. and that's why I left the Eels, and I was I haven't looked back. Is it true that Brian Smith was overly school teacherly in his approach? Bit, bit too much on detail? Oh, a little bit. You yeah. could probably say Conceptual. that. Looking back, a lot yeah. of people from the outside say that, and it's, yeah. it's probably right. Like, okay. like the text, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah he loves texting the old place. We, just, we were talking in the first break about the injury that you sustained against the Dragons in the qualifying final. So, I mean, I remember going up to the Centennial Hotel, which a friend of mine calls Jurassic Park for reasons I won't go into. But um, <laughs> uh, I remember having a Crown Lager and going, I can't believe we're in the grand final, but I was feeling so badly for you because it looked terrible. How did it turn around over that week? Uh, I was shattered because I'd already signed to go to England, go to Wigan after that. Uh, So I thought, no, that's that's, it's over. My my foot ballooned up straight away. I thought, you know, she's all over. Mm. Um, I was devastated. Happy the boys got through and, you know, went home and it wasn't like every day, I just thought I was zero percent chance. My missus said, oh, "Let's just give it a crack," and I said, "I was just like, no, it's over. That's it, Good you know." Uh, and then day by day, we just I was icing it around the clock, and it just got a little bit better. And then um, the next day, I had an X-ray just to see if it was broken. Doctor, uh, there was no break, so there was ligament damage in there. And then I had a meeting with Doctor Quar, and he sort of said, "You know, look, we could roll the dice here. Um, worst case, it does end your career." You know, you might not play after this if yeah. you do some bad damage to it. Uh, what do you want to do? And I said, let's let's do it. So we needled it uh, on the Saturday. Um, and then I didn't realise, so my ankle felt okay, but I went to run and my knee was sore. So I didn't realise that I actually, that crack that I heard, I tore cartilage in that knee as well. Oh, oh don't tell me. So he's gone, righto, let's, let's jab the knee. <laughs> Bang. And then in, in ANZ Stadium there, I was just thought, I can walk without any pain. I just felt this rush of emotion go through the body. And I was doing a couple of stride, stride throughs down uh, the tunnel there. Yeah. And I walked outside and Sheenzy goes, how'd you go, mate? And I said, I'm in. And he just went, he looked at me like that for about a second. He goes, right, I go tell the boys. And I just went in and told so the boys. So on the day? The Saturday. The, the Saturday. Saturday, okay, yep. So with the, the captain's run, I, I did a little bit. I didn't do the, any training all week. I did a little couple of little um, shuttles. And then Sheenzy said, right, do a couple of dummy half scoots. And if you, if you tell me you're good enough, you're good enough. Yeah. So I went in, the boys are sitting in the video room waiting for Sheenzy to walk in. I just walk in and they just go, like, where'd you go? And I said, I'm in. And the room just erupts. <laughs> it's like... But what's what's the, 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 the onset of that, actually running uh, on needles on injuries? What's what, more damage done? Well, there wasn't wasn't any more damage done in the yeah. end, luckily. Okay. But, but it's a weird feeling when you can't feel your knee so, or your ankle. Yeah. It's sort of like you're running on memory. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like... You're so just... what's telling what to do what? So your proprioception's <laughs> gone. You don't know where your leg is? Like That's how, right, how... yeah. You just... did, you, did you replicate the needles the next day or was it still the same needles? Yeah, no, I had, to, had, so had to, to do the same ones. had to go and bash it and then uh, had some more half time too. Yeah. Were you a subject of one of those like helicopter trying to spot footage of Pat Richards warming up uh, like Cooper <laughs> Cronk stories? It was, it was a little bit like that, yeah. yeah mate, yeah. They, were, they were following us back then. I mean, yeah. it's, it'll be a different story nowadays with all the social media and whatnot. There was none of that back then, but... Uh, they were they were ringing up. They rang up my mum's. They found our, our house number and they rang up like they're asking, trying to get information. And <laughs> the journos were so it was yeah. just a crazy time. And the, luckily, to just get through it, be on the field. And then I feel like I got rewarded in a way. I got through the whole preparation part. I got on the field. I didn't really do much in that grand final other than score that try. So I feel like. I got through it and that was my reward. And yeah, did you score a try in the grand final? I think I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Roll the tape. Roll the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take us through it, Chris, yeah. step by step? Well, well, no, I could, but I, I always think that Pat should talk about that because I guess everyone would love to hear about how that uh, that unfolded. Is it true, though, that, that sometimes because you've got video footage of something that your memory plays tricks with you? You don't remember what it was like, because but the video is telling you this? Yeah, that's right. It's, it's a couple of little things about that play, like. like Jonathan Thurston, he starts the play, so he kicks it. Yeah. Anthony DeFranchi then takes him out. Yeah. So nowadays, they would have went back and had a look at that. They, they might have called yeah. it off. Oh right. So he takes him out, and then because he takes him out, Benji's on the wing. Yeah. And because he's on the wing was because he had bad shoulders. Ah. And I was defending in the centres because I had a bad ankle. So right. normally, I'm back there getting <laughs> the kick. So everything just was Reverse changed around. Yeah, yeah. And Benji was so good at what he did. Yeah. 
Travis Norton tries to go out and put a shot on Brett Hodgson. He yeah. just draws him, puts Benji through, and Benji explodes through that gap, which Jonathan Thurston would have been. And then I was you I was there. coming back late because I'm going, all right, what am I doing here? Quick. <laughs> I better start now. I'm running on memory, yeah. and I kick forward, yeah, yeah, and I just yeah. run, and then, I, and then I'm, before I knew I, I was over. Your, your mum and dad both alive then? Uh, mum, no, my father wasn't. Yeah, okay. Mum was there. I've seen the family house yeah, at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so crazy time. Yeah. Scored the try. I didn't yeah. realise the flick pass happened until they, they replanted it at the Leeds Club a couple of yeah, days right. There's only one flick pass, right? <laughs> oh, so you, in history? So there's you only one in history. Ball, you didn't realise yeah. what he'd done. You were just well, running we just, caught the ball. just caught the ball, just thought he just passed it, just stuck the hand out and it stuck. But that's, like I said before, the way we played was just in Team Sheen's promoted us, said, Boys, I don't mind you doing anything out there on the field as long as you practice it here on yep. training. Yeah, and yeah. we'd always do that with, with basketball passes and flick passes. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Benji just, just played. He just yeah. didn't have a care Plus in the world. He instilled confidence. Though, the night before, he was he was staying with the boys and he, he came home at like one in the morning with McDonald's. Yeah. He had no it's care like about Johnny anything. Johnny Rayman, Piston Moody, <laughs> playing yeah. for Australia. In a top hat. <laughs> and and, and let's, not, let's not forget the fact that you still had work to do. Rod Jensen ran. Yeah, well, I got the ball got, and I'm running towards the thing uh, and I thought if I don't, Rod Jensen, I can feel him coming across. Mm -hmm. And I used to, I, at the start of that year, I was on the I was a right winger and I, I, got, a, I got a left hand fend. Oh. So I'd never palmed anyone off with my right hand before. The, the ball's on the left arm? So I, I've got the ball, I'm yeah. running yeah. right and I look and see him come over. So I change and then I see him and I just... I stick the the yeah. old yeah. the old fend out. He just like Terminator then, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost Melbourne esque. And, and what what was the score when you came off? Uh, I don't know. No, no, because I because you know because I always say I was really calm except for the moment where I thought Pat had run over the dead ball line. I just got a little bit emotional <laughs> at that particular point in time. But we were up by tw uh, twelve, yeah. and then um, the Cowboys score. And Josh Hannay, one of the five interim coaches in the NRL right now, he really rushed that conversion hmm. because time was running down. And then, of course, as I love always to hear when they're running footage of Todd Payton, probably like to replace Josh Hannay, ironically, up at the Cowboys, yeah. the big hombres score the final try and we win by 14. Hmm. And, and one thing that really interests me on the fan this week, uh, Vossi interviewed Benji Marshall. He had no idea what the score was. Do you know yeah. what the score was? What at that stage? In the grand, no, in the grand final. Do you know what the final? Thirty final's... to sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Benji just goes. He didn't know. He just goes. We got the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just one other thing. I only know that because uh, in 2013, my last game for Wigan in the grand final, we won thirty to sixteen. There you go. Right, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I think we should just uh, roll into a break probably now and come yep. back and talk to Pat a little bit more. What do you yep, think? Done. Let's do sure. it. Fire up. Now, now things are getting a bit fired up. Uh, welcome back, Dennis Carnahan. Oh, thank you. Smiling. He's a smiling winner this week. Yeah. Chris, that smile looks a bit disingenuous to me. I think I'm out of my pain I now, think Steve. Yeah, uh, and, and this is a question I would like to ask Pat Richards, who's our guest right now. Uh, West Tigers, uh, you say that mathematical, we, we know that. I know that feeling last Friday when St George were mathematically ahead till six minutes to go to be, potentially be in the top <laughs> eight and then gone, 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 gone with all the possession in the world. But... Um, how, what's happened this year? I mean, um, you know, Madge is a competent guy. Has he lost the, lost the dressing room, as they say? Uh, is it just a talent thing? Is it just you haven't got the cattle? What's the story? Oh, it's a culmination of a lot of things. Always Madge is the right guy. Yeah. Yeah. He coached me before when I was at Wigan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know what he's like. Yeah. He's, um, he wants to build a, a club. Uh, he's got to, they've got to stick with him. He's solid. He's very solid. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a few injuries, you know, losing Harry there for, for a big part of our run. Yeah. Um, he's been sensational. Jacob's come back. Look, it's it's tough comp. But it's you tough see, comp every week. Teams like West Tigers and St George and sometimes Canberra, we accept all that. It's human nature. Things go wrong. It's a lottery. It's throw all the dice. And then you've got Melbourne. <laughs> and then you've got the Roosters now. They don't seem to play by the same rules. You know? Yeah. Do, so I, I, do, I, do I have to go through the concept of overs and unders with you yet again, Stephen? <laughs> oh, no. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> You mentioned Madge. Was he your coach at both uh, Super uh, League Grand Final wins? No, he no. wasn't. So he was he, he was there for two years, yeah. 2010 and 11. Right. So we won his first year there. We won the, the comp and then a year later we won the Challenge Cup and then he left. And I thought he's going to go back to the NRL and he's going to win a comp and he did. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> so the proof's in the pudding. He can coach. Yep. He's, he's a great fella. Um, and there will be success at the Tigers. Unfortunately, it's not this year, but... Um, I know the club's really building and they showed really good promise this year. So, you know, it's not we're not too far away. Yeah. What significance do you put in 
this concept of the centre of excellence. We always feel that the centre of excellence, you know, almost guarantees things aren't going to go that well. But then you look at the Penrith Academy right now. What's the setup out there at Concord for the Tigers? Is it demountables or? Yeah, so they're in demountables mm-hmm. at the moment. So in a temporary facility. Uh, at the end of next year, the centre of excellence will be complete. Right. Um, it's going to be amazing. So it's it's going to be a one stop shop there. All the boys can go there, and it's going to be really attract players and. The setup I had at Wigan was first class, and it really makes a big difference. And get our local juniors right, and we can keep hold of these guys like Tedesco and Moses and whatnot. How many games a year do you think you can play there? Well, it's just going to be a training facility, a really. Training so right. we're one of those teams that we unfortunately we got a fair few home grounds, so we don't just have oh, the one be... like Penrith and yeah. whatnot. So yeah. it's we're a bit all over the place, but so are our fans. So we like to get a, get around to to. to I enjoy the travel. Those those instinctive things that you do, like kicking the ball, you know, uh, getting out the bit of grass, passing. Uh, do you still yearn for it? I mean, the weekends, do you go and do it? Do you? Not anymore. No. I, I've got different uh, things to do now. Like I've got, I've got a 13-year-old son now. He loves cricket. So I'm, uh, I'm throwing the ball to him all the time. Yeah, and yeah, it's just yeah. different. But yeah. you've got to love what you do. 13, is he? He's 13. Yeah, my 15-year-old loves spin bowling. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I love I love footy. I love kicking a footy. I love training for it. And the more I did, the better I got with it. So yeah. it's just not rocket science. The more you do. And... <laughs> just on your kicking, um, one of the legacies of your career will be the extraordinary things you did with your feet, right? So that field goal that you kicked from the sideline against, it was against Brayford? Was that St. The, Helens. St. Helens. So there was, there was one where you kicked a field goal against Bradford to cement the greatest comeback in Super yes. League history. But the one that you kicked from the sideline that everyone sees on YouTube, what was that circumstance? Uh, I don't know. It's a long story, right? Yeah. So there was a rule in place in the Super League that if a team knocked on and you got the ball, you sort of had a free play. Yes. Right? So I could chip over the top if I wanted Yes. Um, and regather. And if it didn't play off, we got the scrum feed and play on. Oh. So I always said to myself, if, I get, if someone does that to me and I get that ball... Anywhere inside that half, I'm just going to have a crack at a field goal. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it wasn't the case. We ran the ball on the last. We're inside the half. I just And then we ran the ball. The, the centre sort of threw it back to me, and I just went, I either put a bomb up here or I have a crack. Have a crack. Wow. 16 all. Has anybody else done that? I No idea. Oh. But <laughs> as soon as I hit it, it was one of them ones that very rarely you'll hit one and you just go, bang, that's over. You know, <laughs> I hit it sweet so as enough. exactly where were you on the field? So... Well, every year it goes past, it gets another five <laughs> metres further. But it was, it was, it was on the sideline. It was on the sideline in their half. In their, about, so about you're in 40, the attacking about half. About 40 metres out. Right. From the sideline. On the sideline. So, yeah. yeah, about Have that. you done the triangulation for the exact distance? I haven't. Let's, let's Be, do that now. Because, well, it's interesting you should say that because when you came back to play that second stint for the Tigers in 2014, first of all, you scored a try with the first touch. Can yeah. you come back? I mean, Sonny Bill won't do that. I mean, Sonny <laughs> no. Bill will be lucky to touch the ball. No. And, and uh, you, you did a protective equipment too? Yeah. <laughs> and then no. you did a dropout restart, which they've measured at 72 metres. Mm. World record. We, I, we're I, happy to say that? Oh, well, I'm claiming it. <laughs> a Guinness going to give me a Guinness out of that? Or? <laughs> a, a 54 metre penalty goal. Yeah. <laughs> and you, as far as uh, uh, football, I think you're the first Australian to kick 1,000 career goals or something like that? Over two comps, yeah. Over two comps, extraordinary. Mm. And and I suppose, what, again, we talk about the legacy, your kickoffs. I mean, you got into the science of the kicking tee, didn't you? What was what was happening there? Because uh, you, you mentioned, I think, a little bit before when Ben Hand had that trouble in 2015, mm. Cole Felt is probably one of your disciples, isn't he? Yeah, well, I was seeing Andrew Johns playing around with it years ago. And then Graham Arnold came. He was our kicking coach in 2005. So we were kicking goals. It was Brett Hodgson. We, no one could get a shot because he would never missed. Okay. Benji was kicking him then. Scotty Prince, myself. So we Scotty were training Prince, all the time. Yeah, we had four yeah. guys there really pushing each other. Yeah. And Graham Arnold was just playing around with the ball once on a kickoff. Uh, he said, right, put, put the ball flat on the tee and then just scoop it up like that and you'll be able to... When you say to... flat, you mean point down? So, I mean, so if that's a kicking tee there, yeah, yeah. right, the ball, instead of doing that, that. you sort of, you do that. So oh, the ball okay. is dead flat. Yeah. Wow. So now yeah. you, you sort of get under it and yeah. you scoop it and the yeah. ball will just spin perfectly yeah. back. Okay. And I played around with the short kickoff. So if I just kicked it, it would just come up and spiral and go 10 metres. Yeah, yeah. use that as my short kickoff. Yeah. And then I just played around with that more and more and then I was able to just do my long one and I got a really big, and I can hit it up high and yeah. made it as high and ugly as possible. There's a beauty in that, isn't there? Oh, <laughs> oh, it, it's, it, they talk about boxing being the sweet science. The sweet science, I know. And, and maybe just one last question, Pat, before we return to the lunacy that is the Canberra Raiders. 
Um, we're all immersed in rugby league here. We live it, we eat it, we drink it, we breathe it. What's it like in a community like Wigan? You said to me when you left in 2005, you said, you know, football's not everything to me. I see this as an opportunity to see the world. And you took your family there. And when I saw you, when you came back, you said, we did that. We went to Europe and We whatever. went to Wigan, saw the world. So, but, <laughs> so it became a platform to see Europe. But how good would that be now? But what's it like? You said people give you beers here in Tamworth. What's it like in Wigan? Oh, they love their rugby league. They're, they're um, yeah, especially over there. It's If you go to school in Wigan, you support Wigan. Yeah. You don't. There's none of that where um, I got, my son went to school here and in his class there was a Canberra Raiders, Broncos, yeah. Yeah. Manly. That's the big difference is that you are there and it's just inbred in you. You stay at that i got an older son who goes for the Brisbane Broncos. Toxic in the family. Yeah. It doesn't work at yeah, all. Yeah, it just wouldn't happen. Is he in the will still? Hey? Is he in the world? Well, now he's feeling the pain. Yeah. It's actually cemented him onto rugby league more. <laughs> he goes, you didn't deserve that win. I go, well, hello. <laughs> yeah, so they, they love their footy They um, and they, they appreciate guys going over there and, and really sticking at it. Some guys who go over there and don't don't perform. My first year over there was, wasn't great. So after I had surgery after the grand final at five and I went over there and yeah. – uh, didn't have a great start, so I had to really um, knuckle down and, and, and perform. But they stuck with you too. They did, yeah, yeah. and that was was fantastic. Still got friends there. I was, mm. I had flights booked to go this Christmas, but I had to cancel that with yeah. obviously yeah. coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll get back one day. Jesus, okay. Look, look, on behalf of all rugby league fans, Pat, thank you very much. It's been a terrific career. And now, uh, apart from the stuff you're doing with the Tigers, what are you doing right now? You to give something a shout out? So yeah, I work for United Forklift and Access Solutions now. I'm in sales, so sell boom, boom lifts and scissor Probably lifts. Forklifts and scissor lifts. Yeah. So, so we do all we do all that. So if you need to get off the ground, give me a call, guys. <laughs> but I'm also working with the West Tigers Foundation, so I got a foot in the door back of the club. Um, what do they do? So I'm passionate. It's a West Tigers Foundation is a, is a part of the club that yeah. uh, they, they raise money um, for the heritage part of it. So we get right. ex-players involved yeah. in, in doing certain things in, okay. in the community, etc. Yeah. And and a, po- a portion of that as well is elite development. So Madge can can draw on that to buy some new gym equipment if they yeah. want. So yeah. it's just really growing, and and um, it's great to be part of. Mm. How long has that been around for? 2018. 2018. Oh, it's brand new, nearly. Yeah, so yeah, I'm on board there. So okay. Great. Oh, you are? Yeah. yeah. Um, just just before we move on, Pat, can I just say, rugby league field is 68 metres wide, half of that is 34. You're at the 40 metre line. If you square 34, you get 1,156. 1, square 40, you get 1,600. Add those together, 2,756. You take the square root of that, yeah. 52.49. That ah, was your kick. We with said simple 54, pla- 52.49 Now, remembering, of course, it's cleared the crossbar. So there's a little bit of extra. extra. And I'm assuming you've gone from the left. You've gone to the far right of the post. That's so probably a little bit further. So what would you say? 53 and a half? I think, I think 54, 54 is a safe, about a safe bet. Are you, are you in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> she studies maths and physics. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and listen, if, if Pat was uh, just mentioning his current employer, um, I don't know if you guys are feeling hungry after this. but uh... <laughs> Yes, absolutely. What have you got for us? Have you got any Tetsuyas? <laughs> I'll go from course number one to six only. I've got something better, and have that's Doughboy Pizza have come Dough on board Boy. as a sponsor of the Fire Ups Quiet Australia. Man. Do you know much about their, their sort of secrets, uh, what goes into the even the dough? Uh, we don't the f- get that, surely. They're it's, not going to give us that. It's all fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. it's all locally sourced from sustainably-minded yeah. producers, which I think is very important. Yeah, it's not easy to say sustainably-minded. No, no, no. Sustainably-minded. That goes through, thank you, Dennis. It goes from the dough through to the Doughboy homemade pizza sauce. Yes, yes. You can get gluten-free. Ooh. Spelt, which I never understand what that is, but it it's an ancient delicious. grain. Thank you. Or... or Thin and crispy, which is me. The crispy, Chris, base. that's their traditional. We've thing. all discussed with the, 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 you know, Italian food can bring down the biggest man. Wayne Bennett, Paul Warren, <laughs> they will do anything for Italian food. And yes. we know that pizzas have got the hearts of the world. Yes. Everywhere you go. And Doughboy, the hearts of us. They are. And they have their locations in Bondi, Artaman yeah. and Ranwick. Get yeah. online, doughboy.com.au. Yeah. There's a special product code. Yeah. Have a guess what it is. Fire up! You got it. <laughs> And I think if you enter it into caps or in lowercase, it'll still work and you'll get 20% mark. off. And they've got uh, no exclamation no mark, just fire up, okay, right. F-I-R-E-U-P, 20% off, home delivery available. Wow. Locations Bondi, Ataman and Randwick. Can we do that? We can. And I was actually at the opening of the original Doughboy Pizza store back in the early 2000s. Is anyone surprised by that? <laughs> where, where we took on 
the Penrith Panthers, and I believe Johnny Wilson might have scored the winning try, if I'm remembering that correctly. Was so, this the Toto uh, reunion? Was that, or, were they there as well? Or? Toto, of course. Anybody from Emerson Lake and Palmer there? No, well, well, it's funny you should say that. Yesterday was the 50th anniversary of Emerson Lake oh, and Palmer yeah. debuting at the Isle of Wight. Is that wow. right? Yeah, yeah. Toto, on the other and hand, Robert is... Robert played at the opening. Well, yeah. Yeah. Toto, is, by the way, is a band who did lose a drummer through a bizarre gardening accident. Yeah. But uh, in the time remaining, yeah. and there's not much time remaining, I'm assuming, Canberra Raiders have lost their sponsor, Dennis. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. The Huawei has Can I just say, yep. we love the Chinese people, but the Very Chinese so. Communist Party is on the nose. We know that. Big time. Half the world is going, what are they up to? They're up to no good. And it well, surprised me after we'd banned the 5G network of Huawei that they were still there. That shows a lot of patience and grit and support. It does because it was a 10-year sponsorship yeah. and they're cutting the last year only. And it right. was three or four years ago. I was ago, they lasted that long. It was though. three or four years. I was shocked. I thought yeah. as soon as they've cut the 5G, they're going to go. they don't care if they're liked or not, do they? Well, it's... Let's have a listen to a list. I've got a list I was preparing earlier. <laughs> These are the clubs that Huawei sponsors. See yes. if you can get the common trend. Okay. Arsenal Football Club. They're in London, England. Atletico Madrid. They're in Madrid, Spain. AFC Ajax. Amsterdam. Capital of Holland, Netherlands. Yeah. AC Milan. Yeah. Paris Saint-Germain in Paris. Yeah. Galatasaray. They're in Istanbul. The Washington football team, formerly known as the Washington... What was yes. that? A uh, politically inappropriate name. Club America soccer team from Mexico City, yep. Santa Fe in Bogota, uh, Club Atletico River Plate, oh, Buenos Aires. All of these, all of these are capital cities. Yes, they don't go any regional oh, cities. Chris. They don't go to Newcastle. Oh, so there is a great cultural centres of the world, yeah. and you're trying to connect them to Canberra. No, no, no. But Canberra. No, I'm not saying they're great cultural centres. I'm saying capital they are capital cities. cities. They're the seat oh, of Parliament. Sorry, I see. Yeah. They're capital the seat cities, of right. the people yeah. making the decision and who Dennis, puts in the five G network. thing called the Belts and Roads Initiative, where they're trying to take over the world by investment. Perhaps there's something similar about trying to take over the communications of capital cities around the world. And, and, and aren't we possible. lucky? Wellington, <laughs> Phoenix even, even New Zealand, even poor little New Zealand. And, and anyway, I, they're gone. Well, and mainly because Ricky Stewart's been doing some research. Yes. Pete Evans. Pete Evans. Taylor Winterstein. What, the chef? That's right. David Icke's the, the answer. theorist. Yeah, 5G, he wants nothing to do with it. So he had a word in, in the shell like here of Ricky Stewart saying, mate, this 5G stuff, they'll be stealing your secrets and before you know it, the Gold Coast will get them. Is that what they're saying? The Canberra Mel's bubble. Gone there. The, the, Mel's gone. <laughs> the, the, the Canberra are actually training in a bubble that prevents any of that 5G stuff getting through. Aluminium? Yeah, they've got tinfoil hats tin on. Tinfoil hats, training, right. And yeah. no wonder they're, they're contending for the right, premiership. Right, right. Mm. <laughs> They've heard. They know. Okay, so that's gone. Uh, Chris, um, what's happening on the weekend? Any games you're looking forward to? Well, um, I won't ask Dan, so I know what he's looking for. I think, I think there's a blockbuster tomorrow night, isn't there? Oh, no, sorry, what are we talking about? We're Thursday night. Yeah. Which is Sunny Bill? Is no, no, no. What's no. the what's the blockbuster? It's, it's first, Melbourne and first day is first versus fifteenth. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm thinking of. That's uh, who's Panthers. Melbourne playing? There's a big game. The Storms are playing the Bunnies. There you go. There you go, Redfern there Pat. There you go. That'll tell a big story. How what are you, you feeling, Redfern one, Pat? Pat? How are you feeling no. about that one? Yeah. What do you? What's oh, your yeah. instinct, Pat? Let's try to Pat Brisbane and Penrith. Oh, Penrith. Pen, okay, so Newcastle versus Cronulla. Ooh. That's that's the game. Seven, eight. Well, you've got to see who's in who's in that Newcastle side. Are they going to bounce back? Cronulla keep turning up. Yeah. Can yeah. I give a shout out to Aaron Woods? Like, obviously, <laughs> I haven't raised the whole issue of the Big Four and the Cleary issues because I wanted Pat. I wanted to enjoy your visit here with us on Fire Ups, <laughs> quite Australia. But I thought Aaron Woods was caught a caught in the crossfire a bit, and it had that unfortunate period at Canterbury, and took a while to find his feet at the Sharks. But yeah. he is playing. Yeah. Through What's the, roof the status right now. of his hair, though, Chris? It's, um, I think that was part of the problem for a while. It's wasn't almost it? manscaped, Stephen. If almost I can, manscaped. Is I can it, give yeah. a shout out to the lawnmower three point zero. If he really wants to win, Ryan Grant from the Sydney Football Club, he's been copping a whole lot of that mullet action. Right. As we put in rugby league, the mullet is king. You got to Josh Papali has a mullet. Josh Papali's mullet. Pat, you're out of the picture here. Yeah, you don't. He's not playing anymore. Well, 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 Did you? He's in a relationship. It doesn't matter. The thing is, Aaron Woods. You talk about Aaron Woods now. I have a little issue with your mate Aaron Woods, and it was a game you played in in Canberra where where. Oh, Poor old David Shillington. It was his 200th game, and he got a little bit. Is he bit the lovable, cuddly David lovable Shillington? Cu the pillow, they call him. And he got a little bit over aroused, and uh, Robbie Farrow, your mate, yeah. ripped the ball out. You could see the hand ripping yeah. the ball out, and he was called for a knock on by the horse, Jared Maxwell. Oh, you knocked on. <laughs> so he's angry, and he's just whacked his head against Aaron Woods' chest, and Aaron Woods is gone. Mate, if you're going to headbutt me, hit my effing head. So Aaron <laughs> Shillow he went. Did. All right, All right, had man. a go. Woodsy, of course, is ducked out of the way. Just started laughing, going, he headbutted me, he headbutted me. And missed. Shiloh gone. 
Shiloh, go, not 10, gone. <laughs> First send-off in 10 years. Shiloh, Woodsy. Right, right. Yes. That's one. That's, that's one. That's one. Woodsy, really. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that's as good as Benny Elias against Mario in the 86. <laughs> so, Pat, Melbourne versus our Sydney. Uh, I've got to go to Storm. Storm. I can't. I can't go past them at the moment. This, they're, by they're, the way, they're firming. This, by the way, is the first time we've actually looked at the tips on this show. Oh, yeah, this is great. We've got to grab the moment. This is fantastic. This is a tough one. The Titans should do Bulldogs, shouldn't they? The, the Jew, the dogs are Jew. I aren't they? The, dogs. the dogs try hard. They turn they up every week. They, they're gonna, they're gonna turn one around. Do you think? I, don't, I, don't, I think, I think Brisbane are gonna finish last. Oh, yeah. Geez. Do you think the Titans are going to be the Queensland team next year? I mean, they seem to put some police. They're doing in well. Place. They're doing well. They're Is lock, that because lock, of Mel? They've locked in the coach. Yeah. They've got Mel, Fafita. That's yeah. looking up. Yeah. Anthony Lafranchi's there now. Good on them. He is there, absolutely. That's a good Tigers connection. I'm and going to ask Dennis, <laughs> sorry, Roosters versus Raiders, Dennis. Hard or head? <laughs> <laughs> My loins say the, the Raiders. Please, Dennis. My loins Please say the Raiders. Fulfill oh, your begging. desire. Yeah. Will, will Hudson Young be in the blue state of mind or the oh, redhead oh, state oh, of mind? Oh, <laughs> gee, I, so he's one who the arousal over performance, he really, he nudges that you... Hard. And, he, and he did that on the weekend. He got a little bit too aroused. The performance yeah. dropped. Put the bumpers up. Ricky hoiked him. Okay. I'm going to say Raiders. I'm going to say Raiders. Raiders. Good on you. Me too. Manly uh, versus West Tigers. Tigers, surely. Tigers. Tigers. I'm very confident. Please, yeah. please very Tigers, confident. please. I mean, it, it, because basically we've gone to Dez's school. We're now training out of Demountable, so we'll understand his <laughs> psychology. It's a Demountable off, yeah. yeah. And it could yeah, put yeah. you into ninth. Yeah. Which, hey, you know, is a big prize. still look after Sonny Bill? I haven't seen him. Yes. Hide. He does. Oh, yeah. Remember, they had the... Um, they had the, the lunch down at Brighton La Sands. Yeah. Did you know when he stays Put in the hotel, yeah. he mm. sleeps on the floor? Yeah, keeps Did him hard. Yeah. Keeps him yeah. hard. Okay. You know, you know the definition of, of impossible is to go to Brighton La Sands and have lunch and not order the seafood platter? That's just not possible. <laughs> New Zealand versus Parramatta? Please, Vodafone uh, versus Just Parramatta. the Warriors, not New Zealand. Just the Warriors. Do you I have, like New Zealand. Do, do you have a soft spot for the Eels having rep there for three years? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm. oh, I had a great time there. Um, also got a. I think Toddy's doing well there at the, yeah. at the Warriors and oh, what yeah. they've what they've done. I hope they really get through. And I got a close up look at Toddy. Obviously, I've got a bit of affection to Canberra Raider, and I got a close up look at him the other day, and he does look in in the flesh. He looks so much more like Ming the Merciless. Those eyebrows they come up <laughs> from Flash Gordon. Like, from Flash, he, he, he really does. He's. I mean, he. Of your era, and you're a good-looking man yourself, Pat. But he's he's very handsome, Todd. I he is. Yeah. Does, does and, Pat need manscaping? Well, well. Have you heard about the lawnmower 3.0, the latest in male manscaping <laughs> hair management? It's either. another product. But, give me a rundown. Well, that's Ming the Merciless and Flash Gordon. Oh, yeah. It's the same bloke, isn't it? It's, it is. the same bloke. it's, it's the penetrating eyes, yeah. and, and it's that eye. It's the brow. And the brow. It's the and raised I, brow. And also, I look at suspicion. I love the fact that he was always like a five-eighth in a props body. <laughs> And it's good to see good-looking men come back into rugby league. I Absolutely. think Crichton from the Panthers, yeah, yeah. sensational. And Nico Steins, Hines? Oh, the, the Storms. Heath Ledger. Yeah. It's Heath Ledger. 100%. Yeah. The long, flowing blonde locks as well. He's got, yeah, he's got the lot. He didn't love two hands. <laughs> hey? I have a, Forget the Joker. I have a long story about going to see the movie Two Hands. I'll tell it tell another time. Finally, uh, the Dragons versus the Cowboys. <laughs> come on, Pat. Yeah, I might uh, give you one there. I think the, on, yeah. the Dragons might win that one. Oh, it's up there, isn't it? Yeah. If you were the coach of the Dragons... It's, it's got to be hard for them travelling from, from Townsville It is in a day. Did you day. see the stats? Yeah. The Penrith this season has travelled 900 kilometres, and I think I've got it written right here. Uh, they have travelled 975 kilometres this season. Yeah. The Cowboys have travelled 15,786 15, kilometres. When, when you put the wow. how far the teams have travelled, the yeah. list, yeah. You know, ranging from 900 it to matches, 15... You put that against injuries, yeah. and particularly the teams have troubled most, and this is the NRL physios thing, you don't get oxygen, you don't get recovery, you're sitting in a plane, you've got yeah. Josh Papali, yeah. 120 yeah. kilos, yeah. with a big Ferrari motor that goes at 31.7 kilo, kilometres an hour. Yeah. Those legs need to spread out, they need to stretch, they need to roll. It's, it's bad for soft tissue to be yeah. sitting in an unoxygenated yeah. plane, low humidity, yeah. to recover for a distance. To say nothing of a bus. A bus yeah. up and down from Campbelltown to Canberra. You, you know what it's like when you travel or even somewhere, you get off and you, you don't feel yeah. great. No, 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 you no, need, no. You need to recover. And, and then they get off and he does an ankle tap on you. In fact, if we're doing housekeeping, I need to apologise to Jamal Fogarty. I got his name wrong because I said he'll always be remembered as the guy that Josh Papali ran down. 
But no, he'll be remembered as the guy who scored the winning try against the Dragons last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if we're doing numbers, uh, 971 days since Cameron Smith's first testimonial and counting. And Is that the same number of kilometres the Panthers have done? <laughs> it's pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, his current... And we wish si- him many more. Yes. <laughs> and Simon Walsh, and we want to shout out the Fire Up Facebook listeners, we're going to re-reach out about the sounds of your rugby league club and do a segment on that probably next okay. week. And there'll be a competition to name a Doughboy NRL themed pizza. So it's all happening out okay. on the Facebook. Okay. But uh, Simon Walsh put it out, pointed out that Cameron Smith's current super coach value, or should I say Cameron Smith? $666,600. Almost $666. But do I, is it a coincidence? No, I think no, not. I think not, no. Have you checked in his hair, the tattoo? Uh, no. It's not a tattoo, it's a birthmark. All-Australian all Ibis pizza. That's a good idea. Ibis meat. We, we, we eat chicken. Bin chicken pizza. You can see up here, Pat, we helped launch the Taramara Rugby League Football Club. <laughs> Hasn't actually got any players or teams, but it's got a logo. <laughs> Taramara bin chickens. Oh, and breaking news, Sonny Beer Williams, number 17. There you go. There you go. There you okay. go. Hey, Pat, thanks very much for coming. Thanks, thanks for having me. Well, it's always good to uh, talk Do you know what just happened? Do you have any idea what just happened? <laughs> good times. That's what happened. Good. Thanks so much for joining us, Pat. We really appreciate it. No worries. Oh, it gets funny here, doesn't it? Oof, it does, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah,